Hey, yo, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, marks, smarks, and watchers of all promotions. You know what? You just made the you just list. Made the, list. the Fourth Wall Pop Network proudly presents its reigning, defending tag team podcasters of the world, JC Bones and DJ Maddie G. Well, you know, you're exactly right, mean Gene, Gene. Whether you're watching from quarantine or wrestling for empty arenas, we have you covered. Uh, Find out what went down and what's coming up as we give you new normal wrestling. Oh, yeah, podcast people, what is going on? You are down here with New Normal Wrestling, and it is the voice of Maddie G once again. I am a big blob on the ground because we are bonesless. See what I did there? Yeah, we might not have any bones, but we've got the lavish of the lavish, the master of disaster, the man with the plan, the color commentator to my play-by-play. I don't even know what that means. You know him as the lavish one. You know him as the podcast prince. Dropping a new one on you. I, I don't even want to go through the ones that Bones goes through. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my good brother, Wade Ilson. Wade, how are you, my friend? I am living lavish, my good brother. Man, that um that podcast prince one's going to stick now. I think I'm going to keep that one. That's going to be the new name on Twitter. I'm going to change that now. It's I like the uh, podcast prince. I like podcast prince. That's that's a good one. You know, you know what made me think of that? Uh, uh, prince was on the cover of a magazine as I was walking through the grocery store the other day. And, uh, uh, yeah, man, I, I was putting some music together today for the, uh, for the job job. And, uh, you know, Prince popped up in there and then, and then I see this lavish face. And I'm like, that is the podcast Prince. That's where it's come <laughs> from. I heard, uh, I heard that the Prince has some, some newness in the kingdom. Why don't you let us all know what's going on in, in Wade world? Well, in Wade world, we have a lovely new puppy. Uh, her name is Rhea. She, Rhea Ripley, named after, uh, you know, the one of the great female wrestlers of all time right now, Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, we actually put the tweet out and we told Rhea that we named the dog after her and she liked it and everything. And it was a big pandemonium thing. Nice. Oh, man. When when I let Finn Balor know that Fergal's namesake was was for him, I, I didn't even get a heart, not a retweet, not a nothing. Wow. See, uh, you, see, that's why you're lavish and I'm just uh I'm just Maddie. I'm, I'm a blob on the ground. Nah, man. You, you, nah, you're, you're smooth Maddie G. You're Maddie Drip Drip. I like the Drip Drip. It's 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 start, drip, you know, drip. It's, it's it's hanging around, especially especially because you know I'm a big John Hannigan fan, uh, mm-hmm. big John Morrison fan. He had he had a hell of a showing this week. He uh, did. You, you know what else? You know before before we get into his showing, that, that was a hell of a segue there. Kind of natural too. We're gonna get into Elimination Chamber this week. Um, Taya Valkyrie. John Morrison, John Hannigan's uh, real life wife, the longest reigning knockouts champion of all time, I believe, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, multiple championships around Mexico, around the independent scene. She's been in the scene for a long time. And and in my opinion, she is one of the big unsung, big unsung heroes of women's wrestling going on right now. I, I think she really helped keep impact very legitimate when the women's division was a little up and down. They still had Jordan Grace and, and Sue Young, and they still had a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. But Taya Valkyrie was kind of a flag bearer for them, in my opinion. And uh, she's on to NXT. Apparently, this has been a lifelong dream for hers to get to, to WWE, and her husband is there. So good luck and congratulations. Wade, I know we have a big class of women coming into NXT and and that's that's your forte is there anybody that we might not know that you're really looking forward to any name that really stood out for you 
Well, uh, some of the names we saw, like Taya Valkyrie is definitely a standout because you and I are big Impact fans. We both know that she is one of the top-notch women in women's wrestling. She's very unsung. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get a lot of love when it comes to women's wrestling. But uh, one of the other names, I'm going to have to pull up the names because they've changed them so much. And now I'm like, like, who's this and who's that? And why is this person that name now? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Gigi Dolan. We can actually put her in there Priscilla Kelly he can't stand Priscilla Kelly not a big fan of hers no no I said big standout big standout. oh yeah yeah that's uh that's a big acquisition I, th- I think that's going to be a very short-lived performance center very quick on NXT I, I'd I'd say that I was looking at the crop I'm not as familiar with the ladies as you are mm-hmm. uh, as a matter of fact I think you sent the list to me this morning um yeah. I was only familiar with a handful of them but I, I think that we're going to see a majority of those women within the next three to six months on NXT. I, I think, you know, with, with mania around the corner, there might be a couple more call-ups uh, that have happened. You know, we're hopefully going to have that uh, debut mm-hmm. eventually of Rhea Ripley. We got, Oh, crazy- we're going to, are we going to get into that? Cause that's something I want to get into, but you actually, since you brought up some of these stars will be appearing in NXT. Some of them were in the, in the uh, dusty classic mm-hmm. and yep. Yep. Uh, Zoe Stark, who, who surprised me has yep. been on NXT a lot lately. So they're really she, pushing her. She two had weeks a in championship a match this week. She was in the ring with Io Shirai this week after, after a decent showing in the dusty cup. All mm-hmm. right, wait, you know what? We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's stay in the WWE universe, but we yes. did have a pay-per-view this past weekend that not only had some major stakes, which is something we like, but it had some major outcome. Elimination Chamber happened this weekend, and we kind of had mixed reviews within the podcast family uh, of, of you, Bones, and myself. You and I are kind of on the same page as we tend to be. Bones Bones was a little bit higher on it. I loved aspects of Elimination Chamber, but as a whole, I just felt like it was there. What, what was your overall? My overall was I'm pretty much in the same sentiment. Chamber was there. It was okay. It wasn't something to write home to. It was just like, oh, okay, I guess. This is just something to fill in time until we get to WrestleMania. You said it so beautifully. I felt like it was a fill-in. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of how I always felt about Fastlane. And, and if they had to squeeze one in there, just get rid of Elimination. I'm sorry, get rid of Fastlane, move Elimination Chamber back a week or two, and kind of have it in the middle because now all of a sudden, in my opinion, with some of the outcomes that we'll get into in a moment, I feel like the Royal Rumble has kind of already been overshadowed. And it was a big pay-per-view with a big mm-hmm. return and a couple of giant wins. I mean, people were very happy, especially the two of us about the Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley having a nice showing. Mm-hmm. And then the men's Royal Rumble was actually very well done this year. Everything was, in, in my opinion, uh, pretty tight. It was a pretty tight rumble mm-hmm. and having edge come out as the winner. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take my time. And then because we had another pay-per-view edge picks his opponent and we have new champions. So, you know, let's, let's get into elimination chamber match by match. As we go, we just spoke about John Morrison and uh, he was in a fatal four-way match to determine who was going to go on to the triple threat match for the U S champion. We had uh, uh, Keith Lee, I believe it was an undisclosed injury. Do you have a little bit more on that? 
Uh, from what I've heard, it's still an undisclosed injury. We don't know exactly what happened to Keith Lee, but he is injured legit. It's not like a joke or something that they're playing up. No, he's really hurt and will be out for some time. I've, I really feel bad for Keith Lee. Yeah. He's slowly getting that Samoa Joe bug where. Wow. Gets, that's yeah. He's on a hot streak. gets hurt on a hot streak, gets hurt, gets a title, gets hurt again. It's very sad and the thing is i hope it changes for him a little bit yeah because he's not a spring chicken he's what he's 35 36 now okay yeah i thought he was close he's to get- 34 but every year is a lot of bumps on those exactly so he's getting up there that's a that's an interesting comparison too you know a big guy who's light on his feet and good with the microphone that that samoa joe comparison is pretty super tight on that um unfortunately we did lose him for the match uh, we as though you and I are part of WWE no. Uh, but yes, we as fans of Keith Lee did lose him for the match and he was then replaced by either the winner or uh, by either by the winner of Elias Mustafa Ali, who had, of course, Mace T-Bar and Slapjack at ringside Ricochet and John Morrison. Um, it was a pretty good match. It was a mm-hmm. short match. John Morrison came out with the W. Uh, I was I was pretty happy about that but my brain started to go hmm are, are they pulling in john morrison to have somebody to pin and then my brain went wait a minute was that the plan that keith lee was going to take the pin i i feel like this was a last minute audible almost the whole way around it, it to me feels like you know they knew they had to get the belt off of bobby to move forward but i think keith lee might have walked away with the title had he been there this time I don't, I'm not a hundred percent on that. Obviously I, I don't have a crystal ball and I was just watching Wade, Do you, do you think that that riddle was the original plan to move forward as champion? Mm, I, part of me says yes, because you've had this long winded storyline between him and the hurt business. So why not? Okay. But Keith Lee would have been very refreshing and something good for him, but I know how we feel about Keith Lee and we don't want him to have a secondary title. We feel he's ready for the big time already. Like he can get that WWE title and it's believable. It's credible. We know it's a fact like this guy deserves it, but eh, it is what it is. Riddle has the title now and he's so far so good. I mean, I love his uh, gear, his super Dave gear. I'm, I'm a, I'm a giant fan. I like what Riddle does. I also think that, Bobby Lashley carrying it as a badass as long as he did. If Riddle brings some personality back to it, you know, almost don't get me wrong. I'm comparing apples and oranges here, but almost like a Kurt Angle when he was doing his comedy stuff, he's credible between the ropes. He's hilarious outside them. You know what I mean? That kind of feel. I think, I think the United States championship is taking a decent turn. I, I know we're all over the page right now with the card, but John Morrison defeated, uh, Elias, Mustafa Ali, and Ricochet to go on to this match. And he ended up taking the pin, which protected Bobby, got the mm-hmm. belt off of Bobby to put him into a, a, a championship picture. And Riddle walks away, and John Morrison was in a championship match. I, I think it was a W for everybody. Agreed. I uh, agree wholeheartedly. They then moved into the Elimination Chamber match for SmackDown. Uh, I thought it was going to be to give the entire rest of the pay-per-view time for the wrestler that won to breathe before fighting Roman. I, I didn't think he was going to come down mid card, but it was uh 
Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan in the Elimination Chamber. Daniel Bryan went over. Um, good, good for him. Agreed. Uh, good for him. But honestly, I'm going to ask you opinion. Sure. Out of all the people you named, who do you think should have won that match? Because I feel, oh, Cesaro, hell yeah, Cesaro. Can we talk about Cesaro for a minute? Sure. Cesaro was so good in that match. I was watching it with Jess, and she's like, he should win. And I'm like, why? Just She's like, what he's doing in the ring, you just say, I know you're a fan of Daniel Bryan. And she's a, she's a new fan of wrestling, but she's seen a lot of these wrestlers, and she finds Cesaro very charming. She likes the way he acts on Up, Up, Down, Down. She's gotten like different experiences with Cesaro, and then finally saw the in-ring work, and I agree with her now because... That one spot with the chamber where he, where he's doing the pull-ups. Oh man! Of the, and he made Sammy drop. Amazing. The guy really showed out. Yeah. But I will say this on a sidebar to that in in that match, I love how see the chamber is always cool to me in certain extents because mm-hmm. what it does is it builds other feuds. I love now that we were all saying, "What the hell's going to happen with Kevin Owens? What's going to happen with him now? He's got to deal with Jey Uso now." Uh, and I'm okay with that. I'm not fine with that. That's a great view for both of them. If we're not getting a Jimmy Uso back, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan of their shtick. You know, the, the Uso penitentiary wasn't really my favorite thing. Really? But those guys can go. Oh, they're, 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 they're terrors in the ring. I love, I love them since the face paint, you know, I, I, Oh, if we're, if we're not going to get them as a tag team, you know, why put them both on the shelf and agreed. And it's a good match moving forward. It, it's two it's two top tier guys that aren't in a title picture right now and don't need to be they really don't neither of them do um the only lame duck in the match who was was there were there any lame ducks like we were just like yeah, the, sammy sammy was the lame duck yeah you know what his, there. His, his comedy his comedy helped him but again in my opinion it was just a very average match with a couple of great spots from cesaro you know, and, and again, you know, good for Daniel Bryan. I'm I'm glad he's back and all that other. But but yes, I don't think, I don't think it would have hurt Cesaro with the role he's been on to lose to Roman for the title after winning the chamber. But you know, let's see what happens. Uh, WWE has had a way of of kind of, you know, it, uh, lately when I've been waiting and seeing, they've been paying off a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Uh, again, Daniel Bryan defeats. Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn in the Elimination Chamber match for the Universal Championship shot. And then immediately, Roman Reigns came down with Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, we like we were watching it again. I'm watching the pay-per-view, and I'm like, Daniel Bryan's going to get one little come-up shot mm. and then lose. And he got choked out, which yep. doesn't hurt him. He didn't get pinned. He didn't, you know, he just had a grueling elimination chamber match. That what, one like an hour? Uh, 35 minutes. Okay, 35 minutes. And 34 was, and change, yeah. Was he like, the, he was like the first, him and Cesar were like the first guys yeah. in, right? Yep. So, yeah, he, he grueled it out. And you know what? It furthers the storyline. If you want to continue with a sidebar for Roman for something to do other than dealing with who he will face at WrestleMania, which I know we're going to get into eventually. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely will. Um, you know, we, we, we went on, we already discussed, uh, we, the universal, I'm sorry, the United States championship, United States championship, triple threat match. There we go. 
uh, Riddle, Bobby Lashley uh, with MVP by his side and and the crutch and the crutch, which was awesome because mm-hmm. apparently MVP took a real injury and they used the crutch in the match. It was great. Uh, and John Morrison, it, it was an entertaining match. It was about 10 minutes. Bobby Lashley looks like an animal. John Morrison and Riddle, uh, you know, Morrison did his parkour. Riddle did his MMA. It, it was it was everything it needed to be. I have no complaints, but there was not really a lot of big bright spots for me. Agreed. Not really, not really a great match. It was cool. It was, it was cool. what it was. It did what it did. You furthered the storyline. You put Bobby Lashley in a better position. You kept him strong by not having him take the pin. And you had Riddle get the title off of him without having to earn without having to beat him. He yeah. just had the title now. So yeah. it is what it is. And and I'm okay with it. I, I've been saying for a while now, uh, you know, I, I like Bobby Lashley, the killer. I like Bobby Lashley with gold. Mm-hmm. I like that Bobby Lashley has injected himself in the title picture now. Uh, Bobby Lashley not losing the belt, but not winning the match. Yes, it's easy. It's easy WWE booking, but it keeps him as an absolute monster. And in my opinion, with the things that he's done over the past, you know, three or four nights since then, I guess, you know, uh, Elimination Chamber, then followed by a good showing, in my opinion, on Monday Night Raw, one of the only bright spots this week. Um, good for him. We we were saying, you know, we we like Riddle with the belt. No, no, you don't. There was there was there was other there was another bright spot. I hope we get into it because there was a match that was supposed to happen at Elimination Chamber, but oops, timing made us forget about it. So I didn't forget. I didn't forget either. <laughs> I had a lot to. I have a lot to say about that. You may get a little Wade rant in a few. Oh man! All right, so let's let's get through this because, in my opinion, uh, again. Uh, you have Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in the ring at the same time, and it was one of the low points in the card for me. Huh. Uh, it was the two of them uh, wrestling Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Uh, again, I, I understand that they're trying to make these championships look credible. I, I just don't feel that the two of them that the two of them are not the two to do it, in my opinion. Just show up on NXT next week and lose the titles. Let dakota kai and raquel gonzalez carry them around for a couple three four weeks maybe even lose them at mania Mm. but but you know it's just it's enough it's enough with these two and you know uh, i don't know It, it wasn't much for me you're you're the women's wrestling aficionado wade where do you stand on this um as a as a women's wrestling fan and i love the i love all the women involved even nia Jax. I felt the match was very cookie cutter. It was very dry. It was very blah. It was just, it wasn't there. It wasn't a good match. It did nothing for anyone involved. The only way it would have worked out for me is if somehow there was a miscommunication between um, Bianca and Sasha. And then I'd be like, okay, you're furthering the storyline. I get it completely. But nothing happened. They just put it out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if they had pushed anything else along, it would have made sense to me. This was just put in there for the sake of having it put in there. Mm-hmm. Bianca's on fire right now. You can't leave her off a pay-per-view. Sasha Banks is one of the best things going in all of WWE. You can't leave her off a pay-per-view. Exactly. But, uh, okay. Um, so Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler obviously retain. Uh, we will see them next week on NXT fighting. I just said Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I, I, we, we can preview it real fast, Wade. I, I just, I don't know if they'll be willing to do it because I'm sure she's not going anywhere for a while, but I want Raquel to just stomp Nia out. I want oh, Raquel, bad. 
I want Raquel, and not just because it's Naya. I want Raquel to start just stomping people out. And Naya mm-hmm. is, you know, she says it all the time. She's the biggest bitch on the block. Like, if if you're going to go into Impact and you want to make a statement, you're going to smack Havoc in the mouth. If you go into, you know, WWE, you're going to smack Naya Jax in the mouth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to AEW, you're going to go after Rose. Rose. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you want to pick a fight with the biggest dog in the yard. And, and I want to see Raquel come out on top with this. I feel they are. I definitely feel Raquel and Dakota are going to be the ones to take the tag titles and it'll be something new for NXT to add onto their brand uh, with, I feel they do no wrong with their titles at all. So, nope. Hey, Oh, and speaking of titles, I have a little fun stat for you that, you know, I wanted mm-hmm. to share. Um, did you know the WWE raw women's championship has not been defended on a pay-per-view in five months? Huh. Who's uh. Who's had the title over the past seven, eight months? Asuka. Oh, that's right. Asuka, mm-hmm. who is a great wrestler, one of the best female wrestlers, who legit, we said on air, has carried the pandemic very far in wrestling when there were no crowds or nobody in the crowd, no Thunderdome, no nothing. nothing. She busted her ass, and you give her the title. Listen, let's break this down real fast. First of all, Asuka and Lacey wasn't supposed to have, it wasn't going to happen because Lacey Evans announced she was pregnant, which is legit. It's actually true. There's no BS behind it. So we watched the pre-show. I don't know if you caught it, but Charlie said now Asuka's match will happen, but it, it's to, it's TBD. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't actually catch that. Yeah, Charlie had made the announcement during the pre-show. Asuka will face someone. It's just to be determined. They don't know who. We had ideas. The internet was going crazy. We were like, yo, it's going to be Rhea Ripley. It's going to be Charlotte Flair. Hell, you could have gave her Naomi and we wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I, have, I loved it. Just have Asuka defend the damn title. But you haven't. You came up with, you moved right on. Like, it didn't exist. Like, the match never happened. Mm-hmm. Nope. And then you had some BS storyline going on the next day with Asuka and Charlotte, which is what we said should have happened from the beginning. Right. And told, I'm glad Asuka's okay, by the way. Asuka got a tooth knocked out during that match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they slowed it down. You could see it flying. Shayna, Shayna, who is very snug and safe with everybody, kicked her right in the mouth. Hey, those are those are two go get mm-hmm. You know, they... they Asuka's used to fighting snug. It's, mm-hmm. You know there was no love lost there, and I'm I'm sure that wasn't malicious. You don't ever hear anything about Shayna being being a bad human being at mm-hmm. all. No, no, but, you never do. My my feelings about their title run aside, I've also been a big proponent in let's get Shayna away from a tag team and not biting people on the back of the neck. But yeah, <laughs> by by no means was any of that malicious. I'd have to say. Yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't. It, it but but you know what? At least we have some further storyline now. Maybe we'll see Oscar versus Charlotte at Fastlane. Just saying, it could possibly happen. But, but sh- then, but then, where does Charlotte go? Does Charlotte go Rhea for Mania, um, or does Bianca go Charlotte? Or I mean, no, but no. Uh, I, I would. Okay, you 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 mentioned her name, so now we got to talk about her because we're we're totally just bypassing the rest of the match. You know what? You know what? Yeah, let's let's let's, let's just finish up. Let's just finish up elimination chamber real fast, and we can get into this when we get into WWE talk in just mm-hmm. a moment. So to wrap up elimination chamber, because in my opinion, the only thing that saved this pay per view 
was the last 10 minutes. Oh, um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so for, coming, coming up after the women's tag match that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retained their championship for, we have the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, which was defended in the chamber. AJ Styles, and he had Omos on the outside, which was interesting because... Mm-hmm. The panel popped off in the previous Elimination Chamber match when it was supposed to, or when it wasn't supposed to pop off, and and Sami Zayn's camera crew got ejected and Omos didn't, but whatever. Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and your champion Drew McIntyre were all in the chamber. It was an okay match. I, I enjoyed it. I did not see Randy Orton being eliminated first. Right. Um, Shocking. I, I was shocked. I actually kind of liked that, and it was just, it was a clean pinfall. Kofi got the better of him. He just mm-hmm. boop, made it happen. Um, you know, okay match overall. It, it was, it was nice to see Drew retain. It was nice to see Drew cry. It was nice to see all that stuff. It was, was there anything from the chamber that you took away that you wanted to speak on? Um, I loved how AJ and almost had a great moment in the match where, like you said, the pit, the chamber broke <laughs> and AJ's, saw randy flipping out he's like nah man i want none of that uh, let me let me out he's like nah let me out and then he got caught and then randy just kept walking um kofi did his usual so i'm not mad at him nope uh drew proved he was a badass again yeah. again we're we're not we're one of those we're one of the few podcasts or people that talk about wrestling that don't hate drew mcintyre's reign we don't he did nothing wrong with the titles yep Both no reigns. not at all and and he was the first chamber to be open. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not not only did he not win the coveted Sheamus, the coveted last pod to open spot, but he was the first pod to open. So he was in there a good long time. Mm-hmm. He was in there from like, yeah, from beginning to end, bell to bell. <laughs> so again, props to Drew. But like you said, those last 10 minutes of the pay-per-view were very, very interesting. Yeah, we uh, we had we had the chamber go up. Uh, we had a nice tight shot of Drew's face and I, I was kind of, I, I wasn't paying attention, but you kind of know anytime that WWE shoots real tight, something's going to happen from mm-hmm. off camera, you know, especially here, you, you should have seen a wide angle of Drew pointing at WrestleMania with the belt or whatever, but we had a nice tight shot of Drew and out of nowhere, Bobby Lashley laid the most devastating hit. I've seen Bobby Lashley lay in a long time. Uh, we had a beat down of Drew. And Bobby seemed to just be a hired gun. Wade, mm-hmm. what 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 happened after the beatdown from Bobby? Uh, after the beatdown from Bobby, we heard uh, the one the one word phrase of someone's theme song, and we knew what was about to go down. <laughs> All we heard was "Awesome," and he had a full sprint. No Morrison, no shenanigans. It was him. He ran in there. Miz came in, said he was cashing in, made sure Drew was good, got him up, one skull crushing finale, Drew kicked out, hit him with another one, boom, bam, we have a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and his name is The Miz. And to find out now, he is the first, second, wait, he is the first two-time Grand Grand Slam champion. See, we're both flustered here talking about wrestling. First two-time Grand Slam champion. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Miz. I love the Miz. 
I love the Miz, no matter how stupid or outlandish she gets, mm-hmm. no, no matter, no matter what the little things that I don't like on a day to day, I still like, uh, I right. love Miz TV. I like the suits. I like the spin. I like the giant toggled leather vest jacket things. He's, he's great. And then, you know, we can transition into Monday night now because I, I think, I think we've got a couple of topics you might want to broach from Monday mm-hmm. night. So yeah. let's, Let's transition into Monday night where we opened up with a Miz TV and our new champion and, and things. Um, apparently there was a bit more of a deal made than, than we thought. Now, now truth be told, I didn't see all of Monday night raw. I got a little frustrated around the 10 o'clock hour and just went to do other things. But, um, you know, my, my takeaway from Monday was an okay show after an okay pay-per-view they kept the storylines going you know riddle riddle thanked his compadres for for them having his back and and you know he retained again it looks like bobby lashley is very much inserting himself into the main event situation we have a returning and very pissed off braun Strowman, and i think we have the moment that you've been waiting for for I don't know. It, it feels like quite some time. It's really only been a few weeks. Wade, what did we get on Monday night that really flipped your switch? Um, okay, so watching Raw with with Jess, we were uh, sitting there just looking at the TV. All of a sudden, she looks down at her phone for a second, and I'm looking at the TV, and I just see blonde hair flip up, and it's all black. And I'm like, Jess, look at the TV. Hold on. What are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Look at the TV. She's like, what? She looks up. It's Rhea Ripley. We finally know where Rhea Ripley is going. She had an amazing promo. So good. They showed it twice. So let me let everybody know she's coming. The nightmare. And she said it in the the promo. The nightmare is just beginning. And she will be coming to Monday Night Raw officially. We don't know when. We don't know how. We don't know who she's going to attack. I hope she attacks Oscar Charlotte. But... You know, it is what it is, and we will see the nightmare finally make her presence felt on Monday Night Raw. And damn, am I excited! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is some serious excitement. Do you uh, you think it has anything to do with with what's happening with Oscar's title shot? You think she's just going to interject herself immediately into that scene? I I think so. I mean, listen, the writing's on the wall. Oh yeah. As much as we love Oscar, we know she's great. It feels like WWE likes her when she doesn't have a title. Yeah. When she's not a champion, oh, Oscar's great. The minute you give her a title, she's transitional. Ah, transitional. She's very, she's transitional. She's, and that's no slight on Natty. She's become what Natty is. You, she's got credible reigns. See, that's that's what when 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 somebody else needs a credible win, they're going to beat Oscar. They're going to beat Natty. Natty, yeah, that's that's a good way to put. It. And and I'm uh I'm a little upset. I I see that happening to a lot of my favorite wrestlers. You know, in in some of the other promotions now, they've they've hit the point of putting over the new people, and it's just yep. like, oh man. But you're so good. Why are you putting people over? Well. It's it's the way it goes. It's the way mm-hmm. it goes. I'm I'm personally excited to see a little bit of new blood in. I I think that you know the the Bianca Belair on SmackDown has definitely helped. You know, um, the last couple of call ups from NXT have been pretty substantial. Uh, I don't know how or why, but you know we've had a Bianca Belair. We've had a Matt for formerly known as Matt 
Riddle. We've had a Keith Lee. We've had some big players come up and actually kind of succeed. Whereas before moving up was absolutely the kiss of death. Um, It also seems to be that Riddle minus his name, uh, Keith Lee minus his music and his gear. And, and, you know, a a little bit of of here and there and, and Bianca pretty much a hundred percent when they come up, WWE hasn't put their really sticky fingers into to Triple H's pot right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're going to get the Rhea Ripley we want to see mm-hmm. up here on Raw. I think we're going to get the NXT nightmare on Raw. That's what we're going to get. I, I I mean, we got a taste of it in the Rumble, what she mm-hmm. could do. And we've known for a while. We've said it for a while. Rhea Ripley is a threat on whatever division you put her on. Yeah. And she's automatically in that title picture talk quickly. Yeah. So we could see her. I could see her going up at Fastlane and challenging Asuka or inserting herself between Asuka and Charlotte somehow. Just give it time. We're going to see her. And when she comes, she's going to make a huge splash. And and I'm not upset about it. I, I just... I don't mind when people come up and get put right into a spot, especially when you make a splash that's that big, you know, i.e. Kevin Owens coming up and immediately, you know, pinning Cena for the title on his debut and and Mm -hmm. such, you know, if you're going, if you're going to make a statement with these people that you've thought highly enough to take away from NXT to put up here, give them, give them a hearty hello, because I mean, the Lars Sullivan's of the world, the EC3's of the world, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on and on. It, it, hopefully, it, it's been a wake-up call, you know? They put Keith Lee in the mix immediately with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre and big championship-level guys. Matt Riddle immediately started getting TV time and being put into high-profile matches. You know, the two of them, Keith Lee, unfortunately, with the injury bug. But, I mean, Riddle's only been up, what, six months, if even, give or take? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came, I, he came up, uh, yeah, six months. We yeah. six months for him. And, and he's a title holder now. After proving that he's very entertaining, can take a serious ass whipping, can give a serious ass whipping, can cut a promo. It's just, you know, the, these the, they've all, guys and girls, I say guys, I mean everybody, they've all cut their teeth down in NXT. And it's not even like it's a growing process anymore. I mean, I'm sure it's still a growing and learning process, but there's also the performance center and the performance center right now is the NXT of NXT. Mm -hmm. So by the time you get through NXT for a year or two or three, you are main roster ready. You don't need to be repackaged. You're hot for a reason. Mm -hmm. And you're ready to go. It's it's, and even Damian priest, we forgot Damian. Oh my God. I can't believe, as a matter of fact, I was going to talk about how happy I was with that situation. And I actually even like uh, him and Bad Bunny. I, I say like you it. run this right to mania. Uh, we talk mm-hmm. about that all the time. The lack of having a high profile uh, star, you know, AEW is doing it with Shaq and whatnot. And Johnny always wants to see them on ESPN and, uh, of the like. Bad Bunny took the 24-7 title to Saturday Night Live and wore it uh, across his knees. But he wore it during his second performance. Not only was he there and seen with it, he put it on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. On national television. This is the number one star in Latin America, according to WWE. Um, You know, it's this is a big deal, and it's a great pairing for Damian Priest. The work he's doing is amazing. Uh, 
all, all around. I, I think NXT is now in a place where I don't, like I said, eight minutes ago, it's not a kiss of death to be transitioned to the main roster. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a bad thing at all now, unless your name is Ricochet, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet had a match, you know, he and AJ Styles again, it was a Ricochet and AJ Styles match. match. You know, I, I is again, I, I kind of pieced out. Is there anything that you want to touch on from, from raw that I kind of went over? I mean, uh, we, we have gotten the storyline moving forward, which is great. We did get an Oscar showing, which was great because we missed it. Um, but they had things like Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. They also had, I counted it. They recapped the opening scene with Bobby and Miz four times in the first hour. That mm-hmm. means in the first hour of television, I watched that same scene five times. Cut out a third of the recaps and get rid of one or two of these matches and make Raw two hours. Mm-hmm. I will forgive a lot more sins if I'm not into that third hour. Agreed. Um, Raw was pretty lackluster. A, a, an okay show from an okay pay-per-view, like you said. The only thing we really got was, which, by the way, disrespect to the women's match, because that Oscar, not the Oscar match, the... uh uh the tag match dana dana brooke and mandy mm-hmm. rose and, and it was only Lana. a minute it was only a minute long a minute for your women a minute with no interests a minute that's yeah. what they get that's and and that's i i, I hate to say it but cut that match mm-hmm. don't do that to them don't do it to them you it was a throwing match you threw it away and i think this is why we said it before and we say it again. Rhea Ripley's going to change the way we look at, at the Raw Women's Division when she shows up. I, I really I really hope so. I really I do. hope so. I definitely hope so. And um, let's see. Uh, Braun had a flub in the... Uh, I don't know if you watched the promo with him and Shane. Where oh, yeah. He said, where he said, I'm a champion. He's like, no, you're a former universal champion, not world heavyweight champion. That's why you weren't in the match. That's yep. why. Yeah, made him look stupid. So I'm uh, low key. I think this is leading to Braun versus Shane at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, I, I'm always a fan of the Shane match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't care that it's an attraction match. I want to see him go uh, from the ring post to the announce table with the elbow. Agreed. And it's gonna happen. So we'll see something uh, crazy when it comes to that. Uh, Bobby Lashley looked like a beast. Um, always, yeah, always. Good, good on him. Good on him destroying Braun. Uh, one of the things that I didn't like was, remember Bobby Lashley gave him an hour. That hour went pretty fast. Yeah, it was like, oh wait, wait, like that must be wrestling time. It's I, still like twenty minutes left on the clock. What'd you say? The the first the first one was pretty close. The first one was pretty close, although they got started late. But yeah, it was just, and that that was the thing, man. Like, I. But I enjoyed the countdown clock. I didn't need 47 recaps. Right. And oh yeah, uh Randy Orton pulled a Papa Shango. That was a that was pretty cool too. I missed that. Uh so Orton was cutting a promo about how he can't get focused because he took care of the fiend, but Alexa Bliss seems to be his other problem. Mm. So what happened was he's cutting the promo and he starts coughing. So all of a sudden, midway through the promo spits up black gunk nice and then that's the end of the promo and uh bliss kept it going on twitter and was like hey you okay randy you good like (laughs) 
But other other than that, Raw was all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I I hate to do it because I mean I know I know that we poo poo especially raw quite a bit. Although in all fairness, we do give them accolades when when they when they knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to turn the page to Tuesday night. Now, unfortunately for me, I didn't get to watch Tuesday night on Tuesday night. I had to try to catch it uh, very very first thing Wednesday morning, and then I actually ended up catching the last hour of it last night. Uh, got myself a little a little gym studio here and i put my my big fat ass on my bike and pedaled around and watched uh watched the last hour of impact and they stole this week head and shoulders running away every segment was good to great every promo was great to excellent Mm -hmm. and uh again much like uh i don't know what it is wade it's a good thing there's a computer between us because apparently I like big, bald black guys because, man, the Moose and the Bobby Lashley are the two two of the best things going on these two shows. And, you know, you're not bald, but your hair's kind of short, my friend. So it's a good yes. thing that there's an internet between us. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on, I got hair. So <laughs> I get what you're saying, man. Moose, uh, again, I never thought we would be sitting here nope. giving Moose fucking props. <laughs> nope. Moose of all people trash ass moves yeah he's Who cutting had, he's, he's cutting, cutting good, good promos mm-hmm. he's throwing hellacious matches yes and and he's always been a big guy i mean he was a former pro football player but he must have dropped about 10 pounds of like water weight and body fat he is enormous he is just slapped to the knot he's jacked he's he's slapped up mm-hmm. he's He's Moose. He, and then the cool thing, um, before we get into, you know, how great Moose was, can we talk about that tables match? Uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, we were going to give it a start. That's how Impact started off last night. We had Diener and Jake something, you know, family ties. They, they had mm-hmm. a tables match to open up Impact. Wade, what, what do you got, man? Man, there were some beautiful spots in that match. Um, one, of my, one of the spots that really got me in that match was uh, – the slide into the uh jake jake took it like chest first to the table yep and i was like oh but they went really really hard until we got to that final end of the match where uh jake uh well diener did a running start from the uh, entrance ramp and uh jake took him out from there and put him again a solid tables match we don't get those very often where we can say man a table match is a table match to throw stuff away they really went at it. There were innovative spots. They they put a lot of effort into it and told a great story, but not the story we thought we were going to really get to. Uh, it was not it was at a all party for Jake something, a huge coming out for coming out party for him, and he was attacked by Moose afterwards. I've missed why Moose did it. Did he want the title shot of Rich Swan? I think that was why. Yeah, Moose Moose was upset that the show was happening. He put the cha- uh, the winner through a table, and then he took the show hostage. He, he mm-hmm. sat in the middle of the ring, and uh, and Scott Demore had to come out and 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 make something happen, which was mm-hmm. amazing. I we knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I never knew this was going to happen this week. And you are talking about the TNA World Heavyweight Championship becoming an official title on Impact once again. Scott Demore comes out. His music hits. I, Scott Scott Demore is just still killing the game. I, I love the fact that 
you know, we, we've got a Scott Demore and a Tony Khan going in, in this kind of back and forth situation. I mean, Scott keeps his hands clean from the AEW thing, but, but man, the, the managerial work on Impact Weekly is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, Moose, Moose comes out, decides that Impact is not going to happen, cuts a pretty good promo. It's Moose cutting it's good Moose. promos. Surprisingly. <laughs> Scott Demore says you will get a title shot. I will promise you this title shot. I will promise you a title shot tonight. You will fight Jake something because he's got an instant gripe. And follow me on this, Wade. Jake something is a giant guy who's athletic. I think Moose needed Jake something to solidify with the win as much as Jake something needed Moose for his for the finale of his coming out party. Um, Yeah. Real title, real stakes. So what do you think with three belts in impact now for just the men, not counting tags? Mm, it's cool. It's another belt. It's another secondary title that you have now that can equal to the Intercontinental title or, mm-hmm. or a TV title or a U.S. title. You need another title like that. Because, yes, the X Division is for everyone. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes with the X Division, you're like, really? Like, yep. who's going to beat him? Like, or to her, her when somebody, when a female goes for it. You just said it. That's what makes me so happy is now mm-hmm. there is a secondary title on the line or in the mix. M- maybe not. M- maybe they get unified. But for right now, there is another chance in a company that has no problem with women competing for their titles, including their world championship. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, we, we talked about that. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That never happened. Never happened. Never, never happened. happened. Um, m- moving on from there, obviously, I mean, giant news, Scott Demore making the, the, the title legitimate. We went into an amazing X division, six man tag team match. Uh, one team was, Willie Mack, Josh Alexander, and Trey Miguel, and they were going up against uh, Chris Bay, uh, Ace Austin with Madman Fulton, and uh... Taurus. <laughs> Thank you. Black Taurus. Black Taurus. Oh, man. It's been a long day, Wade. It's been a hmm. long day. I, gotta I stop, dig it. I dig it. I got to stop doing all this crap off the top of my head. We we got we got the phone call. We got the phone call that we were a man down about an hour and a half ago. So, uh <laughs> So bear, bear with us, folks. Um, another great, amazing match. A- another fantastic match. It was a the winning team then has a triple threat match against itself for the number one contendership of the X Division championship. Is that is that what I got, Wade? Is that is that how it's going down? Yes, because exactly. I, so so Josh Alexander had his opportunity, squandered it immediately. And when I say squandered, I mean had an amazing fucking match last week. But now he uh, he's kind of uh, he's in that mix. I, I think that this is a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he's mixing it up with the likes of, of Ace Austin and with, you know, Trey Miguel, who are obviously up and coming stars now. A Willie Mack, who's been there for a long time. And, and a Chris Bay, who the, the kid's future is as bright as everybody. It, you, you name another star. I think Chris Bay's future is as bright. Uh, I like the addition of Black Taurus to Decay. Mm-hmm. I think that this is awesome. I also like the fact that there's a, a, a muscle-bound Lucha in there. That's He's he's a, a, a pseudo-Brian Cage, if you right. will. 
he's a muscled up guy who fits in the X division. Wade, what were your thoughts on the match? I, I, I thumbs up for me, but I'm a sucker for impact and the X division. Agreed. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same sentiment. The X division is great. I've all, I've loved the X division since day one. I will always support the X division because it put us onto so many great stars that we have now. And it's laying out so much groundwork now that it's putting you onto future stars. Like, I was very surprised that Chris Bay's team got the win, though. Very surprised. I will say that now. Yep. Very surprised. I would have liked to see that triple threat match between uh, Trey Miguel, Josh Alexander, and um, Willie Mack. Yeah. But, again, no, either side is fine. I'm cool with it. Again, an amazing match. And I already feel in my head that Chris Bay will be the one to take this. Okay. I... I... I'm really okay with anybody. You know, uh, mm -hmm. Ace Austin has a championship match in his pocket from winning the cup. Uh, mm -hmm. Chris Bay has been in that championship. He's kind of in the championship shadow now, but he was definitely in the championship light not that many months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the only person that really strikes me as a surprise that we didn't get in here, I, I absolutely could have seen a Rohit in place of a Tarus. Right. But you know, I'm I'm okay with it, including the fact that he just carried around his the the title for a long time. His compatriot is back now, and it looks like he's picking fights with other people. Um, again, Im impact for having one of the smaller rosters is telling the most stories. A lot, a lot of good stories, a lot of great stories. This X division is ah chef's kiss, so good. Ha, <laughs> chef's kiss, I like it. Um. Another interesting one, uh, a non-title match, Triple XL, that's AC Romero and Larry D against the Good Brothers, uh, the Machine Gun Carl Anderson and the Big LG Doc Gallows. Um, it, it was, you know, we knew what it was. We knew what it was going in. The Good Brothers not only went over, but the titles weren't even on the line. Mm -hmm. um, we knew that it was a chance for, for Finn Juice to move forward. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match? It, it was... It was two big guys doing two big guy things and the tag team champions just doing tag team champion shit. I, I no problems, nothing special to me. How about you? No, paint by numbers. Yeah. Paint okay. by numbers match. You knew what you were getting. It is what it is. The outcome was pretty predictable. Would have been surprised Triple X went over, but they didn't. So again, it is what it is. The good brothers moved on and put on a match with a team that they should have beaten anyway, which it's funny. You talk about Finn juice. Now Finn juice kind of rubbed it in on them a little later. Mm -hmm. yeah, like if you guys are great, how come you took you so long to beat them? And he's like, were you guys hung over? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was awesome going on. That was a great line. Not he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not hung up. He's like, I am a little, I am a little. <laughs> <laughs> My wife watches this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, 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 that, that's the other thing. The backstage stuff at Impact is second to none. Mm -hmm. the, ba the backstage stuff is better than NXT's. It's better than AEW's. It's better than WWE's. The, the, the produced side pieces for Impact are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. When, when Chris Jericho and MJF go and do a fully produced dinner song and dance, it's some of the greatest stuff you've ever seen. When, when they have certain this's and that's, they're phenomenal. But as far as weekly little sidebars of the interactions explaining why these matches are happening, it's so simple. Instead of having two people fight in the ring for no reason, they film them bump into each other in the hallway. They show it, and then there's a match. I like that Impact not only has all these connective tissue, all these spider webs connecting the storylines, but they also put 
beginnings and ends to them. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Impact tells great stories. And that is why we will always give them a lot of props because Mm -hmm. they will tell one story and then you're like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And then wham, it's not over because there's interconnecting webs. It's one big spider web where everybody's getting a piece of the pie. And that's what I love about impact. One way or another, everybody's involved. Yeah. Always, always. I mean, even Alicia Edwards has been in Swingers Casino for the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks. We haven't seen her in the ring since what? Since she got kidnapped and put behind the barbed wire fence. I think mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. But but ballpark. It's been a couple of months, but she's still on the program every week. Mm-hmm. She still speaks every now and again. It's just it's just one of those things. Uh, they move forward to the uh, Brian Myers Matt Cardona story. Uh, this time it just happened to have Eddie Edwards in it. And then uh, Brian Myers pussied out through a fake injury from a fake doctor and had Hernandez come out to handle his business. Uh, it's Eddie Edwards, John, it's the John Cena of impact. He went over on Hernandez. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, it was a match to move a story along again. I like impact. I'm not going to hate it. It was a good wrestling match. I like Hernandez. I like Edwards. And they tried to tell a story. Uh, basically what's going to happen is we are going to get, uh the brian myers fight uh and and they dug a lot of fun at the eye for an eye match which again scott demore is just killing it wait any any notes on on this match that you want to take away um the eye for the eye thing was probably like the best part of the match uh uh, eddie edwards is eddie edwards he does what he does he gets wins he's he's credible he's the standout guy if you want to make an impact no pun intended in impact wrestling but um like another another okay match it was cool yeah um moving on it, it was an excellent match my only problem is i feel like we saw the match just a couple weeks ago we talked about mm-hmm. this we had uh, a knockouts tag match we had kimberly and susan uh versus jordan grace and jazz and you know they all had seconds uh that there was there was an odb run in there was Deanna Perazzo out there and there was a bit of a melee outside a few minutes into the match, which there was some kind of cross. I don't know. Jordan was pulling away Deanna and then say it could have been disqualification. It could have been in anything else, but they just threw out the seconds. Um, they, the referee threw the seconds out and then they just continued the match. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the same exact match that we had a problem with a couple weeks ago. Wade. Agreed. Um, and it's not needed. And plus, you know, you're forgetting a little fun fact here. That matches for a number one contender spot at the knockout titles. Yeah, it's it was not. It was it not wasn't a needed. gimmick match, and they gimmicked it. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to gimmick it. It's fine the way it was. You have four key caliber athletes. And again, someone we we always seem to forget to mention, but we do it here a lot of New Normal. Props to Susan, Susie, Too <laughs> Young. You are killing it, whatever you're doing in Impact Wrestling. Every so level. Many, every level. No matter who, which character you decide to portray, I am great with it. So kudos to them. Again, the clusterfuck in the beginning was not needed. But an overall good match. An overall good match. And I'm glad they had the women main event the show and get a lot of good time. I mean, it, it was an excellent match. It was a lot of good time. And... I feel the right team won. I, I want I want to see Fire and Flavor keep these belts. Mm-hmm. I want to see them beat some credible teams. Don't get me wrong. Right off the bat, they they defended in, in a big way in a tornado match against Havoc and Nevaeh, who are mm-hmm. legit competitors. 
and really push them to the limits during the original brackets. Um, I just think that a legend, the caliber of jazz and somebody as respected as Jordan and, and two powerhouse women versus two speedster women. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. This is a match I'm very much looking forward to. I also think that it's a pretty good opportunity to really get fire and flavor over. Mm-hmm. It is. And you're putting them against a former knockouts champion. And wait, was Jazz was Jazz knockouts champion at any point? She was in the division. I don't think she ever won it, but she is a credible women's wrestler. So again, they need wins like this. And you can't have them facing the same teams. You have to give them different varieties to build up the legacy of when they do drop into a team, you're going to be like, yo, they were due. Like it was time. They beat a lot of quality teams along the way. Yes. This is only going to pad their stats. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And two great singles wrestlers who have had a pretty good run as a tag team, taking a loss to the tag team champs. This doesn't hurt jazz. Nothing, nothing can hurt jazz jazz Mm -hmm. coming back and being as good as she is. There's nothing that can hurt her. And Jordan grace is really starting to get to that level of even in a loss, she takes something good away. So it's not like, you know, she could lose five or six times in a row. And then when she beats somebody on that sixth or seventh time, she's instantly credible again. It's not, this isn't a bad thing. And I think that that fire and flavor needed. So uh, I'm pretty excited for this match. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, we are moving on. We are moving on to what I have to tell you, man. It shocked me. I've been singing the praises of Moose. You've been singing the praises of Moose. Bones has been on Team Moose with us for a couple of a couple of months now. Uh, since since EC3 was doing those black and white vignettes, and, and they were just just gritty and cool and old school. That I felt Moose has been on the rise with me. Uh, he got his championship legitimized last night, which gives him just he's never going to shut the fuck up power Mm -hmm. and then he had a title match against jake something and these two guys that i wasn't big on i wasn't down on them by any means of moose i was down on big big time jake something was i jake something was just the big guy in the tag team Mm -hmm. and they blew my fucking mind last night wade they're both they both proved a point, man. The match was good. I legit said this was a coming out party for Jake something. And it was also a cementing for Moose as a credible champion. Like cement. It cemented him now. Like, yo, I don't care what size you are, who you are, I'm going to demolish you to get to the ultimate goal. And that's what Moose did in that match. And eventually, I'm gonna say it now. Moose is gonna take the title off of Rich Swan. Oh yeah, a problem. Oh yeah, Moose is Moose is gonna carry both of the. That's why I'm saying I don't know if they'll unify or not because I think Moose is gonna enjoy being a double champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I gotta tell you, we we say it a bunch. I know I overuse it now. Um, but Moose went over and and Jake something got over the coming out party is just it's the best phrase you used it earlier for him in the tables match, and I feel like Jake something is is now something in a big, mm-hmm. big way. 
you yeah you nailed it moose moose's legacy is really starting to firm up in a big big way and like you said it doesn't matter the size you know impact guys aren't always the biggest guys and jake something is a big dude and those guys those guys put on a banger that was probably my match of the week um yeah uh, we had Rich Swan come out afterwards. Moose, Moose won, and immediately the thing that I love—he just kept doing Moose shit. He, he got out <laughs> of the ring, he picked up a chair, and he started beating on Jake immediately. Mm-hmm. Not even a second thought. This isn't a different Moose. This is the same Moose. And now Scott Demore has given him a championship. You mm-hmm. said he's going to be a problem when he gets Rich Swan's title. He's a problem right now, and I like it. There's some attitude. There's some balls. And, and Rich Swan came out and got toe-to-toe with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had a Scott Demore running after that way. Fill, fill us in. What, what, how do we close out Tuesday night? Oh, man. I, I missed that ending oh, segment. Sorry. All right. I'll add that part out. Um, Scott Demore had a run out, and, you know, he, he ended it. He said, uh, uh, Moose wants to do it on Moose time. Rich wants to do it on Rich time. Moose says Moose is injured. Rich says Rich is injured. injured. No more. None of that. Uh, he said it, he set it up. We are going to get rich Swan and moose in our main event for the pay-per-view coming up. And I believe that's the 27th. No, the 13th. Shit. Okay. Well, now I got two things to edit. Uh, 13. Yeah. Pay-per-view impact 13. I don't even know if I'm going to edit this. I think we're on a good flow. I think there we are. I think the fans want to hear this. They want to hear the flurbs. Yeah, keep, um, it, keep it in there. Keep yeah. it in there. <laughs> Saturday, March 13th, we are having the Impact Sacrifice pay-per-view, and we are going to get Moose versus Rich Swan. Um, you know, it, it's... It's it's Moose's to lose, I have to think. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Moose's to lose and Rich Swan to just carry the title for a longer time it's time it's time rich swan f- to drop the title the only time i would have said he could have dropped it was to chris bay mm-hmm. believed it and would have been fine with it but it's time now rich swan had a very good run with the title an excellent run an excellent run not mad at his run at all no. and it's time to move in a different direction with moose it's time to put the person who's hot right now with the title so give it to Moose and let Moose run because I feel Moose with that title is going to play into something we've discussed in previous shows. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Are we going to leave a teaser or are you going to fill us in? I, I think I think we'll tease it once we get a uh, good brother Bones back here. All right. All right. Oh, wow. So wait a minute. We're going to have a payoff on a tease from Wade and a returning Bones. You mm-hmm. know, I can't I can't wait. Uh, uh, friends and family, we're going to be without friends and family. Wow, I say that at work. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to be without Bones for a few weeks here, guys. So mm-hmm. so make sure that you're uh, you're hitting him up on the old Instagram, Twitter, and, and Facebook. Send him, send him your love. Tell him you're thinking about him. He's uh, JC Bones on Twitter and Insta, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes J- sir. J-C-B-O-N-E-Z. So drop him a hello. How are you? Good luck. We love you, and we can't wait to see you back on NNW. When I say see, I mean here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wade, where do you want to go next, brother? We've got we've got NXT, which I didn't get to see 100% of, and we've got AEW, which wasn't their best show. Uh, let's 
Let's go AEW and we'll close on NXT. Sounds good to me. Again, mm. I, I feel bad. I'm a little bit biased. You know, mm. uh, th- th- I, I know I'm an AEW mark, but I'm telling you, just this week, Impact hit all the feels. Mm-hmm. They, they got all the love. Um, we can go through this one kind of quick. We opened up with a uh, a very interesting match. Uh, I never expected to see John Moxley open the show, but I guess if you're not going to be the main event, you want to be, you know, if you're not going to be last, you want to be first. Mm-hmm. So John Moxley versus the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth. Um, uh, the match was okay. Moxley cut a great promo talking about Kenny Omega, talking about death matches, talking about barbed wire, talking about everything. It's, it's what Moxley does best kick ass and then talk on a microphone. Mm-hmm. The kids follow firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, his wife seems to be happy and healthy. He's about to expand his family. And I've got to believe that at some point now, probably not this upcoming pay-per-view uh, what's that two weeks, but at some point he's getting that title back. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the show. I don't know if you got a chance to hear the promo. Uh, it was gold, but I, I'm, I don't want to say I've come to expect it from him to poo poo it, but it's just, he, we ask he delivers great mm-hmm. opening. Mox always does deliver a good promo. He beat Diet Dolph in a great match. Uh, uh, Mox does what Mox does, man. He 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 can cut a promo. He can sell water to a whale, and it works for the match. And I believe it. I cannot wait to see how they pull this off on March seventh. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, I like the little scene they did back scene, back scene, backstage where uh, Marvez went to go see Kenny Omega and Don Callis and, and Kenny was, was just hammering on some metal. And you know, if you want it done right, you have to do it yourself with the, with the barbed wire and everything. I just, uh, the, the cleaner, the United States cleaner is amazing. Kenny, mm-hmm. Kenny wearing puffy shirts and weird shoes and just being out of his mind he- as the flip side to Moxley's just, you know, wearing black slacks and just kicking ass it's, it's he's trying to be maddie drip drip that's all he's who trying is to be, it who is it everybody's trying to be maddie drip if he's kenny drip drip he's <sighs> trying to be kenny drip drip and the drip drip's not working his drip drip is uh he's suffering from faucet failure Let, let's call it what it is well you were on fire you're not you're not digging you're not digging the kenny omega I, I I have this has been a thing. I don't. I know you're not on on the Twitters like that, but everyone keeps bringing up. Kenny's doing this shit on purpose with his clothes, so we talk about it. He's trying to present his drip. Remember the boot thing? That that boot thing was for a while. They were talking about his drip. Yeah, and I'm just like, nah, man. If you're gonna compare drips, the the wrestler with the most drip right now, and Kenny is almost. Almost got some drip, yo. Oh man, yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah he he's yeah he's got it, man. He got wanna, some drip. <laughs> you want to talk like like Ricky Starks rocks a turtleneck, but almost yeah. that's almost. a turtleneck. That's man. a turtleneck. That's, that's a turtleneck a, that's a with the chain. With the chain, I believe him. Like yo, he kicked my ass. <laughs> See, all right, here we go. I, I'm glad you just said the chain because our next match on the card was Team Taz versus the Varsity Blondes. You know, it, 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 good match i'm a big fan of the varsity blondes griff garrison and and brian pillman jr mm-hmm. they're doing great stuff they're young it's going to be great against ricky starks who we all know i totally love i was a big nwa fan of his and i was on the brian cage 
bandwagon until he got to AEW. It's funny, a wrestler I really liked joined a promotion I really liked, mm-hmm. and I really dislike him now. But Ricky Starks couldn't get his fucking necklace off again. Two weeks last week, his match was so fast he just left it on when he couldn't get it off. But man, if that's your showpiece, get a magnetic clasp, brother. Like mm-hmm. get your necklace off in regular time. Um, it would never happen to Dwayne. Dwayne would always get it off. <laughs> Hell yeah. The, the Rock or Razor Ramon. And Razor wore like 18 chains to the ring. He, <laughs> I used to. That he, was drip. That was drip. He would. And I loved it. And somebody needs to bring this back. I loved when Razor would take the chains off and then hand them to the ring keeper. Like, yo, you lose these. I'm going to kick your ass. Yo, like, he was, hell every, yeah. Every match. Every match. you like, yo, I'm going to bust your ass. You lose my chains. Damn straight, man. <laughs> he, he had the he had the Mr. T starter set going. Exactly. Actually, he had the Mr. T starter and, like, the first upgrade. That was a lot of gold. Exactly. He had the, he had the, uh, he had the new Phantom. He had the new Phantom jewelry. <laughs> but Ricky Starks, again, I keep saying this, man. He is the star of Team Taz. Oh, yeah. Every damn week. It's just like oh. Ricky Starks does no wrong to me. Like, no, nope. you can't do no wrong. I like Ricky Starks. He just, since NWA, always Hell been yeah. a fan. Brian Cage never really was like a huge fan of his. I always said he didn't fit the Team Taz logo. Somebody else should have who you're a big fan of. We keep saying his name a lot. Damn straight. We're not going to go there right now, but again, <laughs> not because of the weather. He couldn't go there either. Yeah. Because of the weather, he couldn't go there. But um, again, a, t- a solid tag match. Solid. Solid and, tag match. Very and, solid. I love that spear that, um, that Ricky hit too. That spear was, was clean. That spear was clean. Yeah. His it, it's, it's funny because you see a guy the size of Moose. Now, I like that Moose throws the flip into his. You see a guy the size of Roman. You see a guy. You see these guys that lay down spears, and then you look at Ricky Starks, and you're like, bro, you're like a half pint compared to these guys. And then mm-hmm. he throws it, and you're like, all right, that's legit. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Like, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, it was a great match. And the thing that made me really happy was I, I do like Brian Pillman Jr. I, I do like the the varsity blondes, Griff Garrison. I, as a team and they got their chance because this match was just to move the story along and it turned out to be a great match this wasn't a throwaway match before the vignette uh, uh sting came and had a video um the video showed him picking up what we were led to believe oh actually it was in the end they showed the smile it was darby allen then darby flew down from the rafters skateboard in hand you mm-hmm. know attacking team taz and 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 we got to see Sting go off on Cage. Uh the bricks off him like it was like he he turned in uh 1998 99 Sting out here. Yeah, I I'm on I'm, all cylinders. I'm on the couch, I'm screaming, get him a stinger splash, stinger splash, and then the stinger splash happened, and I thought it was over. I'm like, this is great. No, Scorpion Death Drop from Sting to Brian Cage, middle of an AEW ring. Wade, I never thought this was going to happen. We said it on this show time and time again. Sting's not going to take bumps. Man, I'm really getting tired of watching as much wrestling as I watch and still being wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. I am so surprised Sting is taking bumps and deliver and delivering on all cylinders. I've always been a huge fan of Sting. Uh, not the biggest Crow Sting fan. I was more of a Surfer Sting fan. Really? That's- You're the one. I'm the one. I'm the one that preferred Surfer Sting, and I and over uh, Crow Sting. Sorry, I know that's like blasphemy in the wrestling circle, but 
Hey, good I have you. always been a huge fan of Surfer Sting because Surfer Sting gave me some quality, quality matches back in the day. Some? Great, yeah, one of lot. the, well, yeah, one of the Muda, best ever. Yeah, Great Muda, Luger, Flair. Flair. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's sh- shit, I can name names all day. But yeah, it was cool. It's cool to see Sting doing things. Do I see him doing this long term? Absolutely not. This is for a nice match to put Darby Allen in a better spot, who we've got our record saying doesn't need it. But hey, if it gets you somewhere, it is what it is. Congrats to them. Sting, yeah. Sting showed out. Sting, Sting showed out, and I'm showed, happy to see it. I'm I am pretty excited to see what they do with the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ricky Starks has been around for a little bit, not a whole long time. Brian Cage is brian cage it depends on who you listen to but you know i gotta say 51 percent you hear negative mm-hmm. uh and darby allen is i mean he's not green green he's been around but you know to have sting in there the question is is anybody going to protect him and make him look good or is he just going to come out like old sting not not old man sting like sting of yesteryear mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm excited and and here's another thing if it doesn't pan out very well, it doesn't matter. It's still Sting. Right. That being said, we just got notice of a signing from AEW. The former big show, Paul White, is now a part of AEW. He's going to be co-hosting with Tony Schiavone, their second dark style show. I am running out of hours in the day and I'm about to go back to work. Something has got to give and it's going to be WWE main roster. Mm. Um, Paul white is also got himself a wrestler's contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I made my thoughts known to you in our group chat, Wade, but I didn't hear back from your bones. What, what are your thoughts on this situation? Um, I feel this is the first true defect from WWE the biggest one yet because no one saw it coming we were all sitting there like wait what like when we were talking about in the uh, new normal fourth wall chat we we're like wait what big paul white went to aw he's all elite huh nobody saw that nobody saw that coming so again it is cool um i'm happy to see uh paul white doing other things than skin beaten by randy orton or having, <laughs> or having several different uh, flip-flops between face and heel uh, several 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 um it's gonna be nice to see him on co- hear him on commentary and again the guy's losing weight he's leaned up again oh he looks great he looks fantastic show is leaning up again so if he's gonna make an in-ring return i'm ready for it let him do his thing in aw let him knock out a few people but the match i want booked while you have him there God, I'm, I, I'm, I'm probably going to regret this one. Um, give me Paul White versus Marco Stunt one time. Just one time. Hey, hey you know, some of the most memorable matches that he's had have been against uh, Floyd Little Mayweather. Little guys, yeah. Not Floyd Mayweather. Um, Rey Mysterio. Well, Rey Mysterio, of course. But, no, no, it was Mayweather. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was. Uh... Yeah, it was Mayweather. I wrestled yeah, it was, yeah, broken nose. Mm-hmm. Come on. I was, uh, I'm glad I flip flopped eight times after being right. Um, all right. So I, I, I just said, I, I threw it out there. I'm nervous that, that this is going to become early TNA with, you know, just, just grabbing 
just grabbing for the sake of grabbing. I don't know what he's doing backstage. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I am a fan of his. I am a fan of his new look. Again, Mm -hmm. like you said, losing weight looks great. Doesn't hobble around. And I mean, the amount of knowledge he can give backstage. Plus you got to figure, I mean, he can give information that no one else can give. Look Mm -hmm. at, look at a Nick Camarado, look at, you know, the Cesar Bononis. Look at those guys. Show is a big man. He is a legit big man. He can tell mm-hmm. these guys how to do big man shit. Because yeah. in, in the AEW w- world, Cody Rhodes is a big man. Mm-hmm. But in the WWE world, he was not. So, you know, you, you've got your powerhouse Hobbs. You've got the other guys that I mentioned. Having a big show around to teach big men to do big men shit, it, good on them. Yeah, um, it's a nice pickup. Hell, he helped Braun get over even more. Yeah. 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 When when Braun was kind of floundering. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we had uh, Hager uh, versus Brandon Cutler. Uh, very good match, actually. You know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Brandon Cutler. My wife is not. She loves geeking on him. Um, the, the match was a good match, but it was only there to facilitate the inner circle championship match, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they, they threw a beat down on they, I'm sorry, the inner circle threw a beat down on Brandon Cutler after Hager defeated him. The young bucks came out and then they cut to the video in the back where Jericho and MJF had taken mama and Papa buck. Uh, actually at that point, I think it was just Papa buck. They bloodied him up, threw him up against the, the tractor trailer a couple times and the young bucks uh, had to peace out. They, they ran back to take care of dad. Dad got carted away. And it was kind of interesting that the good brothers and Nick Jackson got in the ambulance and Matt Jackson stayed. Cause you know, an EVP has got to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, I mean, good for Brandon Cutler getting on the big show coming up from dark and way to throw out a hell of a match. It was a good match, but it was just there to move storyline. Yeah, it was cool. It's Jake Hager, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just move the story along. It was cool. It, I like the segment after, like you said, they MJF and Jericho were great. They beat up Papa Buck to further the story because this match needed a little bit more meat on the bone, and they did it. Mm-hmm. And successful, successful as usual for them. Yeah, uh, we followed it up with another interesting singles match. We had uh, Isaiah Cassidy of Private Party with Matt Hardy and uh, Hangman Page, and and Isaiah Cassidy won. Oh wait, Surprising. no. Yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. ever saw that happening. Come on. Who are you kidding? Like, in what world is Isaiah Cassidy beating Hangman Page in a singles match? Uh, I got to tell you, it was a decent match. I, I was a big fan. Again, it was just another match to move the storyline along. Uh, Matt Hardy feels shunned by Hangman. Hangman chose the Dark Order. So now Hardy is having just Hitman go after and TH2. I, I don't care because they're laying seeds for lots and lots of story. Mm -hmm. Only thing that I can take away from this. And I don't know why I swear to you during this match. I just said like to myself, because Jennifer doesn't even know. I said, you know, I just want the dead eye back. And that's how page won the match. He hit his old, I'm going to call it. He hit his old bullet club. He hit his old, uh, a ring of honor. He hit his old finisher. He hit the dead eye on Isaiah Cassidy. Um, it was a great match. I don't give Isaiah Cassidy an awful lot of credit. Most of the time, I'm not a fan of private party. Uh, we joke a lot about them being street profits light. 
and uh, that's what I have to say. I definitely am not a fan of their promo skills, and I really didn't like their segment before they were with Matt Hardy on being the elite. But you put the kid in the ring with Hangman Page, and you're going to get a good match. Agreed. It was it was a solid match. Um, honestly. Isaiah Cassidy again showed out for what he could do against Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, what world, what world would Isaiah Cassidy beat Hangman Page? But again, a solid match to move the story along when it comes with the uh, Dark Order and Hardy and his assassins. And I just love that cold ass line about "I'm going to hurt everyone you care about within the Dark Order." Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I can't wait to see what happens next week. I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into it. Uh, uh, as we get closer to the pay-per-view keeping things moving along we had uh, another semi-final for the united states bracket in the women's world championship eliminator tournament why do they make me say so many words don't they know i'm tired when i got to do this stuff mm-hmm. we had the doctor Britt baker dmd facing nyla rose uh surprisingly a, a really good match um you know styles make a fight i, I like i like nyla doing big girl shit i like Britt doing snarky heel shit I like that they were both kind of bad. Uh, you know, they didn't play the traditional face heel game. Nyla Rose ended up defeating Britt Baker to to move on. And rightfully so. I think Nyla Rose was going to win her original match. She ended up fighting Britt Baker because Anna Jay has taken a legitimate arm injury. Uh, shoulder, I believe. So, mm-hmm. you know, best of luck, Anna Jay. Please recover quickly. You're the only woman in the dark order and somebody's got to throw uh, stew all over the place. Uh, Wade, you're 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 the women's match man anything any highlights from this you want to touch on um a very solid match with a surprise i really thought Britt was going to go over because i kept saying she's the she's she's the unsung hero of the aw women division without getting the you know the title uh i thought Britt had a chance once nyla hit one uh beast bomb but then she hit her up with that follow one i was like it's done it's a wrap call it A, a good match a good match overall not love, my favorite women's match that this week, but still a good one. I, I like how they had Britt kick out of one beast bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think anybody's kicked out of the beast bomb in AEW yet. Nope. Britt kicked out of one and Nyla Rose just went, not new, nope. not happening. And I, I, I really enjoyed the callback to injuring Britt Baker with the, the cannonball in their last match uh, together. Um yeah, it was it was good. It was entertaining. It was a very good match. I'm I'm happy it went down, and it was a good setup. It, you know, it didn't bring you know in my house. I'm a crowd of two. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't bring us down. We had a face of the revolution ladder match qualifier, Ray Phoenix and Lance Archer. I, I'm telling you, man. If it wasn't for my previously discussed matches, this is match of the week contender this you know i this is probably one a for match of the week ray phoenix did ray phoenix shit and lance archer did ray phoenix shit like those guys went off and that was a really really long match i don't have the clock on it here but my brain is telling me that was a 20 minute match mm-hmm. and, and that's, was. that's that's an aew time limit right there you know mm-hmm. 20 minutes or tv time it was right off the bat they just went for it and i even liked the little sign of respect at the end you know we had lance archer going over phoenix so Mm -hmm. he is moving on to the second to final spot for the face of revolution ladder match which is going to give the winner a shot at the tnt title um 
I could talk about this match forever and we still have to get through NXT. So I'm just going to say this. If you are an AEW fan and you missed this week, go back and watch this match. Wade highlights from you. Ray Phoenix is literally one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. That's all I can say. Go watch this match. I'm not even the big AEW guy and I will call this my match of the week. Go check out this match. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I, I wish I could touch on it more. We we do have to get to NXT. I do apologize, listeners. We are under a little bit of a time crunch today. Uh, the 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 podcast gods have come down on us rather uh, late and heavy today. So mm-hmm. if if we took an awful lot of time with the elimination chamber, we apologize. We did get a significant title change and some some big storylines. By no means do we mean to rush through NXT. Wait, do you want to take us on this trip? I mean, I only got to see parts of it, and I'm pretty upset that I missed the end of it because from what I understand, we got that Escobar and uh, Killer Cross meeting. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I would call this my runner-up to match of the week. Uh, NXT delivered again. Uh, It's funny how this match started in the parking lot, and I love the story they were telling. Uh, Escobar kept avoiding it, kept coming late. He didn't show up. He didn't show up. And then he finally showed up after Cross beat the bricks off of both of them in the parking lot. Uh, his goons, Wild and uh, I forget the other one's name. Um, but yeah, and it led to an amazing brawl. The Cruiserweight title was not on the line as some people had thought it was. No, and, no, no, no. Yeah. Which which would have been weird because Cross damn sure ain't no 205. <laughs> um, his thighs are 205. His thighs. Scarlet, Scarlet's hair is 205 compared to, <laughs> so we could, we could talk about that till we're blue in the face. Again, an amazing match. Uh, I, it was a street brawl. The right person won. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt Escobar to take that L. And now you have something that you can touch back on when I feel maybe this will continue when uh, a bigger title is in picture. Oh. Ooh. You always like to lay out a little bit of a match so you can touch on it again in the future. Just saying. Absolutely. NXT are NXT advocates for that. Um, some other things that went down on the show that were uh, very interesting. Uh, Dexter Loomis went one-on-one with Johnny Gargano. Good match. Uh, good match. Um, it feels like the protégés of the way have a thing for Dexter Loomis, especially Indy. And I'm going to say, Indy, shoot your shot, girl. You was, you was doing the call me, you know, shoot your shot at Dexter Loomis. <laughs> Everybody likes the creepy, weird guy sometimes, I guess. And he's, you know, he's the creepy, weird guy. <laughs> um, cool match. Johnny took the L. He put on a great match. And when does Johnny not put on a bad match? It's kind of like his. it's in his DNA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's put on good matches. Um, we saw a little bit of a development in the tag team title situation where Grizzle Young Vets left their mark on MSK. And attacked him in an interview, and I think injured Wesley to some extent. Yeah, shattered his hand. Now, now Jennifer wanted to know, and so did I. Is this is this an actual injury that we're working in the story, or is this just some story for right now? Um, it, I think it's an injury they're working into into a story. It's okay, not really, it's, it's just something to add be, to the match and say, you know, if, if MSK were to lose next week because the title match is next week, then it's because Wesley was injured. He wasn't at 100%. So if they take the loss, it doesn't, you know, hurt them. It only propels them to that next level. Makes sense. Uh, uh, and you can further it with Grizzly Young Vets again. You can run, always run that back. Um, what else? What else? 
that happened. Oh, uh, Io Shirai faced uh, Zoe Stark. Yeah, who, good for Zoe. Good for Zoe. Zoe put on a great performance in a losing effort to the NXT Women's Champion. And then Tony Storm comes out mm. and lays out one of the best promos I think she's ever cut it, in I didn't her see career. It. That, was that was strong. All she said was, I caught you in your inner, I caught you taking a photo shoot, beat your ass, and you didn't do anything. I'm still here. What 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 kind of champion are you? And she's basically told her, listen, if you're so tough, go to Regal. I don't have to. I proved my point. I laid your ass out. Go to Regal, make the match, give me what I want, give me my title match. And now we have it confirmed that two weeks from two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow, and it's a very lavish day that day. Just saying. Just it's saying. It's a lavish day that day. Hmm. <laughs> uh, where we will have Tony Storm versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. So are you going to get your birthday present? I'm going to get my birthday present. Io Shirai will lose the damn NXT <laughs> Women's Championship. Besides having... you calling it. Besides getting the puppy, that's probably like the best gift I can get right now. You know, sure I lose the, the women's championship. You you get the puppy. You're probably gonna see Rhea this week. And, yeah. And Io, yeah. Yeah, I got the puppy. Rhea's probably gonna debut on Monday, and then and then Shirai's gonna lose the NXT Women's Championship. <laughs> yeah, you're walking on sunshine. I'm walking on sunshine and rainbows right now. What well, one so, more thing that I did see? I did see the uh, Zia Lee Casey Catton Zero match. Forgot about that. I am just Zia Lee might as well be black and bald because mm. I love the badass shit she's doing. Zia Lee is my moose. She is my my um. Bobby Lashley. Thank you. Yeah, she <laughs> she is my NXT silent assassin mm -hmm. badass, and I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. It was it was good, man. She she came in and took out the COVID queen. I mean Casey Catanzaro. And, oh! <laughs> and 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 uh, smashed the leg and uh, did what she had to do. She pulled uh, Cobra Kai, and I've never even watched that show, but um, I've seen all the Karate Kid movies. I just never watched Cobra Kai. Wait, um, all of them? Did you see Jaden Smith? Yes. Boo. Did you see the next karate kid with uh Hillary Swank? Yeah. Yes, I did. Boo. When she jumps on the hood of the car. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh you've God. seen them all, man. You, I've you, seen them all. Man. I've seen I've seen them all. Um, but we ended NXT on a very, very, very interesting note. Ooh, do tell. Um, so they kept it going for as long as they could. Adam Cole kept saying everybody, I'm gonna address this when I feel like it. And uh, Adam Cole came out and, you know, it's the, and, and it's the little subtle details you noticed. Uh, Jess pointed out to me when we were watching, you know, like when they do the boom, mm -hmm. they did boo. Oh, they did boo. I like it. Yeah. Boo. They booed him instead of going boom. So Adam Cole comes out and cuts a promo. Sounds very sentimental. And he's heartbroken that Kyle O'Reilly was injured. And he's going to be out three to six weeks now, kayfabe. And uh, he will be out of the storyline. Well, out of the, out of the, uh, out of NXT for a little while. And he's hurtful because he'd rather tell him to his face and talk to him about why, but he's not here. So Roddy comes out of nowhere and basically says, you're full of crap. And 
we're supposed to be brothers. We're supposed to be the heir. We're supposed to know everything. If you were going to do what you were going to do, why didn't you tell me first? Why didn't you talk to me about it? So then uh, Roddy gets pissed. Finn comes out of nowhere for his trouble, gets involved, takes out Roddy, goes after Adam, gets super kicked. We don't see we don't see Adam and we don't see uh, Finn anymore. Roddy goes into the ring with 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 a very somber, upset, crying Adam Cole. He pulled a Roman Reigns basically. Hmm. Cries, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for this to happen. You know, we're undisputed era, we're forever. Roddy starts crying. They have an emotional moment and hug. When Roddy starts to stand up, Adam Cole hits him with the upper decker right in the uh, right in the fruit basket. Oh, and. Uh, calls him stupid just basically says you're stupid you're an idiot and rips the undisputed era chain off of roddy oh and says adam cole is the undisputed era without me there is no undisputed era adam cole is the undisputed era and that's how nxt ended what a asshole we are getting the adam cole of ring of honor independent scene and i love it it's going to be a little bit different because you know you have to be pc but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Cole in the Indies and Ring of Honor was a prick. And we are going to get the biggest asshole version of Adam Cole that the NXT is going to handle. I think think it's that that shot of adrenaline that NXT Mm -hmm. could use. They don't need it, but but you you never you never don't want it, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh heal Adam Cole. It's something a lot of people have wanted for a long time. A heel singles Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, having having heel faction Adam Cole and having heel singles Adam Cole. Two different two, ball games. <laughs> two different Adam Coles. Uh again, we we have um SmackDown coming up uh later tonight. If you're listening to this when we drop it, uh we'll try to fill you in there. We're we're gonna get back to uh reality in a few weeks with Bonesy joining us, but until then, it's gonna be the good brother Wade, myself, Maddie G, holding it down here on new normal wrestling. You can contact us at nnwhost at gmail.com. I check it every day. Make sure you guys are dropping us emails, let us know the things you like and the things you don't. Wade, tell them where they can follow you. Oh, they can follow. Actually, they can follow us. Let's let's talk oh. about us for a second because we got to put us over a little bit. Yeah, you I like follow us. Follow us on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling, where you will get all of your wrestling news. And it's just a lavish time, man. We're growing. The page is growing every single day. We're seeing every followers day. jump, and we love overseeing. So, guys, interact with us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us favorite match you enjoyed let us know what you think on our instagram oh especially if you've got something from the indies that we might not have seen Mm -hmm. i know that there's a lot of places out there that are doing tapings right now with small crowds i know there's a lot of outdoor shows in the warmer climates if you have got an indie wrestler that we need to check out please let us know Mm -hmm. we will gladly gladly hear you out also uh I wanted to make this little announcement. We're going to have a Twitter very soon. So New Normal Wrestling will be having a Twitter. Fantastic. I am working on the New Normal Wrestling Twitter as we speak. Uh, Maddie, I'm forgetting anything? The Swag Shop? The Swag Shop, yeah. T- check mm-hmm. us out at Public so that Go to the Fourth Wall Swag Shop. Make sure you check out everything the Fourth Wall Pop Network has to offer. Tons and tons and tons of podcasts from New Normal Wrestling, The Crossroads, Pop Culture Collective, 
uh there's there's a there's another there's another one it's a a big uh what is that big heck and weight adventures yes it is yes it is uh the other podcast i'm a, a part of which Guys, we will be back. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Big Hex been, you know, doing this thing with school. I've been handling uh, personal business, but I just got a puppy. So, you know, you got to give me some time. I got a, <laughs> I got a puppy. So it's, it's a full-time job now. <laughs> yeah, pop, pop sports shorts, John Grills. I mean, there's just, there's so much stuff out there. So no matter mm-hmm. what it is you're into, make sure you guys check us out anywhere you can find. We've also got a little, uh, a little Patreon-style thing going on, Anchor uh you know it's not really a patreon you just donate a buck because you know we we work hard at this for you we hope yes we do and you are going to get some bonus content this weekend we are putting it out there sunday sunday is the last day of february and we promised you we would have some new stuff coming up well we have some new stuff coming up the good brother wade had a nice sit down with delmi exo one half of the sea stars and he put forth quite the interview now i haven't heard the edited version yet i don't know what bones is putting up just yet but i heard the raw version and there were a couple of points where like you got emotion out of me wade there were a couple of points where i was like oh man i can't believe he said that and then there was some points where i'm like no man don't say that like if if you want to have you know a basic bitch interview you can go get interviews everywhere else if you like the style of interview, I'm sorry, if you like the style of podcast that we put forth and you want to hear the interview, good good brother Wade had a nice sit down. Wait, what was that? That was about 20, 30 minutes. How long did yes, how long about did a you good 30 minutes? It's a, it a good 30 minute interview. Yeah. So it's not going to take up a huge chunk of your Sunday. Maybe it's good for your commute on Monday morning. But if you want to hear the good brother get the good questions answered from real pro wrestlers in our community make sure you check out the bonus edition dropping this sunday of new normal wrestling again he's wade ilson i'm maddie g you can follow us at new normal wrestling on instagram soon to be on twitter make sure you guys are hitting up the fourth wall pop network as always we make it pop get your kayfabe consumption in each and every day with the instagram way dropping the knowledge on you and i'm not going to do a bonesy sign off this week wade why don't you sign us off give us something right off the rip right off the top of the head make it easy make it stupid make it simple but make it pop oh man i you put me on the spot um we'll be back next week with a lavish episode with maddie drip drip and the podcast prince we'll see you next week boom (laughs) 